Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to play multiple clips to try to show people that the hearings going on currently are classic examples of why the system can never work and why these hearings are always complete and total clown shows. And there's really no reason to have them. And the entire purpose of them is simply fundraising and to keep people in the dark and snowed and believing in the Constitution and my vote and all the other stupid crap. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I practice for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell people the truth. And the truth is, I was a constitutional conservative for years and years and years. I believed it. I promoted it. I was a complete and total brain-dead drone about it. And then about 25 years ago, I got the Internet. And in fairly short order, I started figuring out, oh, my God, it's a complete scam. It's a grift. It's a con to keep me on this tax-paying plantation. And when I figured that out, I became self-certified as a master practitioner. And I don't need constitutional conservatives anymore because they're completely full of crap. And a few years ago, I gave myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for all the fantastic work on this podcast I've done teaching people about the actual system. And now that Jones Plantation movies come out and I play Mr. Jones, I actually awarded myself the Presidential Medal of Freedom for the acting job I did in there to promote freedom. (laughs) And I love just having these fake awards and stuff because credentials are the heart of the control system. You have to go to government approved this and that and get registered and certified and a PhD and degrees and all these different things in order to do pretty much any kind of profession or job. And that's the way they control the information. They just brainwash people like they brainwashed me in law school with all this nonsense. So I like to make fun of credentials. That's all. All right. Enough fooling around. Let's go ahead and get this show going. So I want to do a show today and have some fun. Because (laughs) this clown show called a government and the fact that people continue to believe in it and these constitutional conservatives in media who continue to drive people into the ditch of voting and believing that somehow this system could ever work. They're just such frauds. It's such an absurd clown show at this point. This... (laughs) This Merrick Garland testimony is is stinking hilarious. And the fact that people continue to believe that somehow this system could work if we just got the right people in there is so fundamentally wrong. These hearings that supposedly are designed to get to the bottom of stuff, they don't ever do anything. See, they don't ever do anything. Now this is the big deal. Think of all the hearings we've had before and all the ones we were supposed to have had and all the different stuff that was supposedly outrageous and unconstitutional. We're going to get to the bottom of it, blah, blah, blah. And literally nothing ever happens to any of these people on any of these issues. Nothing ever happens. And yet this is what we hear endlessly. And this latest absolute joke of a hearing with Merrick Garland is just so funny. I want to play multiple clips from it and give you an idea of why it is that I say what I say, because people are hearing these clips and most of these clips come from constitutional conservatives who make a big deal about it. And I'm going to play a couple of those or at least one of them haven't decided because everybody's heard those clips about how they got you. They got you. These are just 
fundraising clips that these hearings provide for the politicians. They act like they got you. How many times did Rand Paul got you on Tony Fauci? We saw it all the time, right? Whatever happened? Nothing happened. Tony Fauci's retired. He's got millions and millions of dollars. He's got this huge pension. I'm sure he's going to get a book and all sorts of other shit. And nothing happens to him. So all those gotcha moments, they're completely meaningless. So it's completely and totally meaningless. And all this stuff is totally meaningless. The only purpose for any of these things is to continue the charade long enough to build the electronic prison and keep the peasants who imagine that they're in charge because constitutional conservatives tell them that from catching on to the real game. That's all. And this first one, I don't know if I'm going to play all of it or not, but it's it's so stinking funny. It's the opening statement from Merrick Garland. All right. Just think of what an unbelievably deceptive human being this is. This is a human being they put up for the Supreme Court. This is a professional liar. This is what he does. And he gets up there. He's sworn in and he gives this testimony. He reads his opening statement. Just listen to how insane it is. There's absolutely no way to take seriously any hearing that starts with a statement like this. So let's go ahead and get it going. And our job is to uphold the rule of law. (laughs) That means we apply the same laws to everyone. There is not one set of laws for the powerful and another for the powerless, one for the rich and another for the poor, one for Democrats and another for Republicans, or different rules depending upon one's race or ethnicity or religion. Well, it's true. There aren't different rules, but the rules simply aren't enforced equally. That's all. And so this is just ludicrous. He's just openly lying. We all know that none of this is true. Everybody in the room knows this is not true. He knows it's not true. Everyone sitting behind him knows it's not true. Everyone sitting on the panels knows it's not true. Everyone listening to it as a reporter knows it's all not true. And yet there it is. He's under oath. What's the point? Does it not tell you right away there's no point to having a hearing and so-called swearing someone in if they can just get up and open the hearing like this? Our job (laughs) is to pursue justice without fear or favor. Our job is not to do what is politically convenient. Our job is not to take orders from the president, from Congress, or from anyone else about who or what to criminally investigate. No, they take it from the people behind the scenes. (laughs) Of course. Listen to this shit. I mean, the gall, the absolute kabuki theater nature of this hearing. This is as insane as anything you'd get in a Soviet show trial. Anything. This is absolutely ludicrous. If someone's allowed to swear in and say this, who's in charge of a DOJ that behaves the way they do, what is the point of asking the man questions? You're never going to get a straight answer. And in fact, I'm going to play you some of them. And then I'm going to play something you haven't heard, which is a clip from the other side, the Democrats, and the absolute clown world in which this entire proceeding is actually uh, displayed. As the president himself has said, and I reaffirm today, (laughs) I am not the president's lawyer. Ooh, okay. I will add, I am not Congress's prosecutor. Ooh. The Justice Department works for the American people. (laughs) Our job is to follow the facts and the law, and that is what we do. Wow. All of us recognize that with this work comes public scrutiny, criticism, and legitimate oversight. My God. Can you believe this? I mean, honestly, when I heard this, I was just 
I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I knew this stuff is a clown show. I don't normally listen to or watch much of it, but this is so outrageous. It's so incredibly outrageous. I really want people to hear it because he just goes off on all sorts of stuff. These are appropriate and important given the matters and the gravity of the matters that are before the department. <laughs> They're putting people in prison for years and years and years for walking around in the Capitol. Some of the people weren't even there. What the, the gravity of what? The gravity of protecting this incredible scam. But singling out individual career public servants who are just public doing service. their jobs <laughs> is dangerous, particularly at a time of increased threats to the safety uh, of public servants yeah. and their families. Oh, my God. If there was actual threats and fear in public servants, so-called, then we wouldn't be seeing what we're seeing. What an absolute joke. We insult. will not be intimidated. Oh, no. We not. will do our jobs free from outside influence, <laughs> and we will not back down from defending our democracy. Wow. Third, That's I want to explain shit. why we approach our job in this way. <laughs> the Justice Department was founded in the wake of the Civil War and in the midst of Reconstruction with the first principal task of bringing to justice white supremacists and others who terrorize black Americans to prevent them from exercising their civil rights. Wow. I mean, just the distortions, the insanity, the upside-down gaslighting. This is mind-bending to me. The Justice Department's job then and now is to fulfill the promise that it is at the foundation of our democracy, (laughs) that the law will treat each of us alike. That promise is also why I am here. Wow. My family fled religious persecution in Eastern Europe at the start of the 20th century. My grandmother, who was one of five children, born in what is now Belarus, made it to the United States, as did two of her siblings. (laughs) Here's the incredible fake narrative. It's unbelievable. Religious persecution. We all know what that's code for. Not even allowed to discuss it. Here he is, just absolutely repeating this utter and complete shit narrative. It's incredible. It comes up in this. You can never get away from it. It's unbelievable. The other two did not. <laughs> Those two were killed in the Holocaust. <laughs> oh, God. There, little doubt oh, that God. but for America, the same thing would have happened to my grandmother. Unbelievable. But this country took her in and under the protection our laws. <laughs> he's actually acting like he's breaking up about this. This is so incredible. If people are not absolutely outraged by this kind of insane emotional horseshit, he's a lifetime government worker. He was a judge. Then they tried to put him on the Supreme Court. Imagine a man this dishonest being on the Supreme Court. You think the people who got onto the court aren't just as dishonest? They are. They just have their own set of their own little specialties. They all protect the system. Listen to this. She was able to live without fear of persecution. (laughs) That protection is what distinguishes this country from so many others. They're always selling this lie. Always selling this lie, and the people believe it. And who pushes this lie the biggest? The con-cons. The protection of law, the (laughs) rule of law, is the foundation of our system of government. It sure is, but not real law. Made-up law. Fake law. Arbitrary law, the law of tyrants. Repaying this country for the debt my family owes. (laughs) This is how he repays them. 
or our very lives. Oh, my God. Has been the focus of my entire professional career. Wow, what a load that of That is why I served in the Justice Department <laughs> under five different attorneys general, <laughs> under both Democratic and Republican administrations. It's just career fucking government criminals. That's what these people are. Listen to this. How are people not insulted by this? That is why I spent more than 25 years ensuring the rule of law as a judge. Wow. And that is why I left a lifetime appointment as a judge and came back to the Justice Department two and a half years ago. God. All right, I'm not going to play any more of that, but it's just... (sighs) Does that not offend people? I don't get it. I don't understand. How is that not offensive to people to hear something that completely and totally ridiculous? See? And so then you start getting the questions from the so-called Republicans. Here's this one I'm going to play is from Mike Johnson. Most people have already heard the clip from Thomas Massey, which is just self-serving, which I may or may not play. I don't know. But this clip here is a perfect example of how these are not real hearings. These are not actual cross-examination. You have such a limited amount of time. They simply burn up all the time and that they don't have to ever answer your question. They can just deflect and answer other questions because your time will run out and because there's no consequence to them and because nothing's ever going to happen to them. This man's not looking at prison time. He's not looking at a perjury charge and going to prison. He's not looking at anything. He's just going to go back to his government job. He's going to roll into another private sector job. He's going to get paid tens of millions of dollars. This is what the system is and they're all in on it. But listen to this. It sounds so good. This is the kind of clip you will hear all the time on ConCon radio and in the so-called ConCon media. Just listen to this. This is Mike Johnson, a Republican from Louisiana, supposedly hardcore conservative crap. Just listen to it. It's just it's beyond absurd. Can you tell us about any briefings or discussions that you personally have had with Mr. Weiss? regarding any and all federal investigations of Hunter Biden. I'm going to say again, I promised the Senate that I would not interfere with Mr. Weiss. (laughs) So you have not, I'm just under oath today, your testimony is you have not had any discussions with Mr. Weiss about this matter? Under oath, my testimony today is that I promised the the Senate I would not um, intrude in his investigation. I do not intend to discuss the internal Justice Department uh, deliberations, whether or not I had them. Unbelievable. What is the point of bringing the man up here? He can't answer a simple question. See, in a real trial, you have to answer that question. He doesn't answer it. He just says, oh, I'm up here to say, I won't interfere. I won't interfere. That's all I'm going to testify. Well, that's not the question. That's not the question. He doesn't have to answer the question. Oh, I'm not going to get into internal. Well, the whole thing is about whether there's a bunch of corruption going on in the Justice Department. Well, he's not going to talk about it. So what's the point? I don't understand. You heard his opening statement. You know he's going to lie. Here he is, lying, deflecting, avoiding. What's the penalty? Nothing. All that will happen is this guy's time will run out. That's it. That's all that will happen. You'll see. He just keeps going. It's asinine. And this is literally every single kind of hearing you ever have an example of where we're going to get him and gotcha and Fauci and any other hearing. They're just as ridiculous. And still, the people believe in it. Oh, okay. So your, your testimony today is you're not going to tell us whether you've had discussions with Mr. Weiss. My testimony today is I told the committee <laughs> that I would not interfere. I made clear that Mr. Weiss would have the authority to bring cases that he thought were appropriate. Okay. Mr. Weiss's right. letter. Okay, let me stop you. For, for a second time, sir. So he just refuses to answer the question. So you can't do that in an actual trial. 
This is not real cross-examination. You can't just say, I'm not going to answer the question. I'm going to answer some other question. Just refuse to answer the question. Doesn't work. Can't do it. But that's all these come down to. Whenever a critical question is asked, they simply don't answer it. They deflect. They run time. And the guy knows his time's going to run. And so why would he ever answer a real question? There'd be no reason to answer it. <laughs> it's just, all right, let's continue this thing. For a second time, sir, are you aware that FBI officials have come before this committee and they have stated that there was a cumbersome bureaucratic process that Mr. Weiss had to go through to bring charges in another judicial district? You know that? I'm not aware, but that's not true. There's nothing cumbersome <laughs> about the process. So those whistleblowers are lying to us under oath? They're, those whistleblowers are lying? I didn't say that. Their, their description of the process cumbersome is an opinion. It's not a fact question. All I have to do is okay, sign a section. Right, let me get to the fact. Mr. Weiss has been the lead prosecutor on the Hunter Biden case <laughs> since 2018, correct? Oh, my God. Listen to this. What is the point of this? This is not real cross-examination. The man is never going to answer questions. You know that. And what am I hearing now on constitutional conservative radio? What's the solution now? We have to get subpoena. Now we need to subpoena these documents. Oh, he won't answer the questions. We'll go get the documents. We'll get the emails and the texts and the, oh. They're not going to turn them over. They're not going to turn them over. There'll be another whole set of hearings about why they haven't turned them over and all the reasons why they... It's so dumb. How can people take this seriously? I don't get it. I don't understand. Listen to this. I'm sorry? Mr. Weiss has been the lead prosecutor on the Hunter Biden case since 2018. Now, here's the question. He's been the lead the, the, prosecutor since he was assi- appointed by President Trump. Okay, why, let me ask you, why has the Justice Department dragged this investigation out for so long? Does it really take years to determine if Hunter Biden <laughs> lied on a federal form related to purchasing a firearm? <laughs> first of all, he never got answers to the first one. He's just not going to tell you. He just gives you this non-answer. Now he's got this one where the guy's going back and forth. Oh, no, they didn't never testify. It's not cumbersome, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, there you go. So why have him up here? Now he's asking this one about the firearms. Mr. Weiss was a longtime career prosecutor. <laughs> President Trump appointed him as... Yeah. You're not answering the question. Right. Is that standard procedure? Should it take that long to make such a simple determination? I'm answering the question. <laughs> Give me an opportunity to do so. He's not answering the question. He's filibustering because he knows the man's time will run out. This is a game, people. This is a way to get sound bites so these people who are conservatives can raise money and say, see, see, the bad guys, Democrats hate America, blah, blah, blah. That's what this is about. This is not legitimate. This is not real. It's not a true investigation. Nobody ever actually goes to prison. The kinds of crimes these people are committing, they need to be in prison the rest of their lives. They need to have all of their assets stripped from them. Their families need to be left penniless. That's the kind of punishment that needs to be meted out. Does any of that ever happen? No, nothing ever happens. You get games like this. Listen to it. Okay. He was charged uh, with that investigation under the previous administration. He's continued He knows how to conduct investigations, and I have not intruded or attempted to evaluate that because that was the promise I made to the Senate. Unbelievable. Years go by. Nothing happens. He doesn't value. He doesn't look into. All the same excuses all the time. Can't comment. Ongoing investigation. (laughs) Once the investigation is finished, they won't answer anything about the investigation. You have to read the report. I'm not the person to talk to. This is what they do. It's all games, people. It's all games because these aren't real trials. These aren't real investigations. This is None of this is real. See, none of this is real. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. 
I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal man? <laughs> well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. Once the investigation's finished, they won't answer anything about the investigation. You have to read the report. I'm not the person to talk to. This is what they do. It's all games, people. It's all games because these aren't real trials. These aren't real investigations. This is, none of this is real. See, none of this is real. The whistleblowers uh, gave us testimony about serious misconduct at the Justice Department in regards to the preferential treatment afforded Hunter Biden. Has your office requested an investigation into that? Uh, there are well-known processes for how whistleblowers make their claims. I'm a strong proponent of whistleblowers and a strong defender. We have an inspector general's office. We have an office of professional responsibility. That is the way in which complaints from whistleblowers should be and are appropriately handled. Got it? See, so he's never going to answer a question. He won't answer any question at all. After that, he yields the remainder of his time. Because he realizes nothing's ever going to happen. There it is. He asks him straight questions. You're never going to get an answer. See, it's completely waste of time, people. I don't understand why people take this seriously. There's no way to take it seriously. And then you had some other people with the clips, and I'm not going to play those. What I want to play now is a clip that shows you the other side that you never hear on the ConCon radio of the complete clown show. This is one coming from Swalwell. That fucking joker, I think he's the guy that was dating the commie spy or he's the homo. I can't ever keep all these, these commie Democrats straight. But he's just a flat-out liar all the time, just like everybody else. And he's up there in these committees just asking nonsense and making statements. And you're going to hear this utterly ridiculous statement that he makes where he's basically just covering for Garland. <laughs> listen to what a clown show this thing really actually is. Just listen to it. Just said that you should be held in contempt of Congress. And that is quite rich because the guy who's leaving the hearing room right now, Mr. Jordan, is about 500 days into evading his subpoena. <laughs> uh, is that not great? So every side just plays these games. Every side. It's so silly. <laughs> He's 500 days into evading a subpoena. I've got a valid subpoena. Remember in uh, Braveheart when the Joker guys from Scotland were all arguing and Braveheart had just kicked ass in a battle and they're trying to decide whether or not they could make him into a lord and lead him. And they were asking prior to the time they threw their support behind, they wanted to know if he was ready to recognize their valid claims to the such and such lands, they were holding up these pieces of parchment. And then the other guy said, those were lies when they were first written and they're still lies. And those guys all start arguing. Like this is what the whole thing's really about. Just one side lying, the other side lying, all of them wasting time like that. It's all just a self-serving joke. <laughs> Listen to some more of this. This one's really funny to me. 
his subpoena, about 500 days. So if we're going to talk about contempt of Congress, let's get real. I mean, are, are you serious that Jim Jordan, a witness to one of the greatest crimes ever committed in America, a crime where more prosecutions have occurred than any crime committed in America, refuses to help his country and we're going to get lectured? <laughs> He's talking about January 6th being the greatest crime. This is how insane it all is. This is the complete clown show that this is. January 6th, there have been more prosecutions. So you can prosecute people for jaywalking and claim it's the greatest crime ever committed. <laughs> uh, God, it's so stupid. Listen to this. About subpoena compliance and contempt of Congress, Jim Jordan won't even honor a lawful subpoena. Lawful. See, well, unlawful. Are you prepared to recognize our rightful claims to the such and such lands of the <laughs> those were lies when you first wrote them? <laughs> lawful subpoena. See this? This is all shit, people. This is it. This is shit. There's no way you're ever going to fix any of this with so-called voting. It is fundamentally fraudulent. It is fundamentally a scam. How the hell are you going to fix a scam by getting the right people in there to run the scam? It makes no sense. <laughs> Listen to the rest of this shit. It's hilarious. Are you kidding me? Yes. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? There's no credibility on that side. You talking to me? Mr. Attorney General, you are serious. They are not. <laughs> you are decent. They are not. <laughs> you are fair. They are not. <laughs> sorry. I got to stop it because this is so insane. This is a so-called hearing where we're brought in to get facts. And this guy's just up there testifying about who he is. None of this is permissible in a real trial. You can't just start making statements as a so-called prosecutor or defense lawyer. The witness is there to testify. You can't just start talking about who they are. You're a fantastic person. You're fair. They're not. You're <laughs> it's a show, people. Listen to this shit. Listen to how absurd this is. You are fair. They are not. So I welcome you to the law firm of Insurrection LLP. Listen to how dumb this is. Where they work every single day on behalf of one client, Donald Trump. And they do that at the expense of millions of Americans who need the government to stay open, who want their kids safe in their schools, and would like to see Ukraine stay in the fight so that we don't help Russia. That's the expense that this nonsense, this clown show, I call it a clown show, except they actually have real responsibilities that affect real Americans. I mean, I, I don't get it. I... Did you hear that? This is part of a hearing that he's talking about with Garland. Listen to all that other crap. <laughs> he's basically calling the Congress, the Republicans, oh, all they are is insurrection law firm LLP. <laughs> and then he just goes into this absurd political nonsense pushing this woke shit onto people as though this is part of the hearing. Let's play it again because it's so incredibly stupid. You are fair. They are not. So I welcome you to the law firm of Insurrection LLP. Where they work every single day on behalf of one client, Donald Trump. And they do that at the expense, they do that at the expense of millions of Americans who need the government to stay open, who want their kids safe in their schools, and would like to see Ukraine stay in the fight so that we don't help Russia. 
That's the expense that this nonsense, this clown show, I'd call it a clown show, except they actually have real responsibilities that affect real Americans. Unbelievable. Listen to this shit. It's the difference between one side that believes in governing and one side that believes in ruling. I mean, is that not just the opposite side of this red versus blue nonsense? See, the con-cons have their own version of that shit, right? Where, oh, they're, they're Marxists. They're Marxists. And here they are. This guy's talking about how one side wants to rule and one side wants to govern. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's what it is. <laughs> they have their own thing. So there you go, people. You're never going to convince these people. There's no way to have any kind of system of government that works like this. These people don't think they're doing anything wrong. I don't understand. What does it take for people to understand that? You're not going to change their minds. How much clearer can they make it? That's the way they think. That's the position they take. That's what their so-called voters support. You're not going to swing them over. There's no way to compromise with these people. I don't get it. You heard them. Listen to this insanity. That's what they believe in. Who in their right mind would agree to trap themselves into a system where you have people like this who want to take all of your shit and use it however they want? Whenever they win and have power. And the best you can hope for is that you can win. And when you have power, you don't take any of their shit. You just try to maintain your own shit. This makes no sense, people. You heard them. Why are people fighting about taking the country back? There are at least 100, probably 150 million people who believe the same shit that guy just spewed. There are. So how are you going to ever win? I don't understand. How does this end? How can it help? How can it work? I don't get it. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And yet people continue to believe this constitutional conservative nonsense about voting and getting the right people in there. It's not possible. That guy has been a joker for years and years and years. He just keeps getting reelected in his district. What are you going to do? Do you live in his district? No, then you can do nothing about him. They have this slim majority. You have these people asking questions that make no sense on our side, continuing a complete and totally kabuki theater as though this is going to work. We had all those COVID hearings. Nothing happened. They just got there and lied. They've been caught endless lies on this COVID shit. What's happened to any of them? Nothing's happened to any of them. What will happen to any of these people? Nothing will happen to any of these people. How can people continue to think that now the answer is go get subpoenas and really get the documents and really prove it? <laughs> you think Merrick Garland's going to prison? Is Merrick Garland going to prison? Is Weiss going to prison? Are any of these people going to prison? Any of these judges, are they going to prison? Is anything going to happen? No, all that's going to happen is you're going to try to get some other group of jokers in there to run this scam. I don't understand. They're just going to keep building electronic prison all around you. Look at all this time being wasted on this complete charade. How can anyone back this? This is what it is to get hearings. You hear it all the time on all sorts of different issues. We need hearings. We need hearings. Well, this is a hearing. Here you go. You got your hearing. <laughs> Why call for it? What's the point? What is the point of calling for hearings when this is all they are? Oh, well, then we need subpoenas. Okay, so you get subpoenas. They just ignore those. And then it goes and you have to fight in the courts. And what happens there? Nothing happens. Even if you finally win, what happens? Nothing happens. The Supreme Court struck down Biden's student loan payoff shit. They struck it down, said it's unconstitutional. Has it stopped it? No, Biden just keeps going on. All you hear about is how he's unconstitutional. He's ignoring the court. Exactly. Exactly. It's all a show, people. None of this is ever going to work. 
It's never going to work. The only possible solution is wake up. Some people, the jury nullification, so none of this shit would matter. You could just ignore it. All these bullshit laws, you could just ignore it. But the people can't catch on. And we just don't have much time. <laughs> we just don't have much time. And these constitutional conservatives continue to push people into this dead end. And it's just it's incredible to me that people can't see it at this point. Just absolutely incredible. I think that both his opening statement and that hilarious craft from Swalwell um, just really sum it up. Right. They really sum it up so perfectly. This is the reality of what we're up against. And any attempt to try to bring it under control by using the system is totally hopeless. Everybody who's heard my different Spooner series and showed you the way Supreme Court opinions actually work, showed you the way the constitutional so-called system is structurally set up, can see that it's crystal clear that this stuff can never, ever be fixed because it's not broken. It was set up initially in order to do this. This was not what the so-called Revolutionary War was about if the Revolutionary War was ever about freedom. If anybody ever fought in that war to get freedom, which really was just a land scam, but if they did, the Constitution had nothing to do with it. The Articles of Confederation were unbelievably decentralized, and there's no possible way the federal government ever could have gotten any power. So first of all, they had Shays' Rebellion, and once you have these things and they shove the Constitution down people's throats with this absurd ratification and fancy and this total and complete bullshit, it's over. Then you have the the different kinds of people who are the Federalists on one side and the Anti-Federalists on the other side fighting for about 80 years, and then it breaks out into a civil war. And then the federal government just killed all the people who were opposed it, burned all their shit, and that's it. Now you're trapped. That's it. And ever since then, it's been over. And that's why I thought it was so funny he brought up the Department of Justice after the Civil War. What a joke. What a joke. But you can see that there's no way to fix it, people. See, there's no way to fix it because it's not broken. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. It's keeping the people enslaved as peasants. That's it. They imagine they're in charge, but they're not. That's why the Jones Plantation is so funny and so good. I've got multiple lines in there where I talk about, oh, so if the people vote, they think they're in charge. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the deal is. And that's what constitutional conservatives are there to make sure of, that they never catch on to the real game. That's it. And whether constitutional conservatives know it or not, it doesn't matter. You don't make tens of millions of dollars supposedly exposing and threatening the system from the system. The system would never pay you to do that. It would never happen. And yet that's what's happening all the time with these guys, multi-billion dollar industry. And their listeners and audience, they still can't catch on. Nothing about that makes any sense. Nothing about it. They are controlled opposition, whether they know it or not, they are controlled opposition. They are there, and the service they provide, and the reason they're so richly rewarded is because the service they provide is incredibly valuable. And that is to keep the bulk of the people who want freedom and liberty totally and completely confused at all times and driven into this ditch of supporting voting, as though voting under the Constitution can somehow do something, and that the Constitution is a freedom machine. That's the incredible service they provide, and it's fantastically valuable to the system because it takes all the people who would otherwise resist the system and puts them into the system and get them supporting the system along with law enforcement and the military, which is the actual wing of government goons who run around and enforce the tyranny on the people. It's amazingly important job that constitutional conservatives and media do, and that's why they're so richly rewarded. But the job has absolutely nothing to do with threatening the system 
in any form or fashion. It supports the system at the very most important foundation. So, so that's it. Those are the only clips I'm going to play. I'm not even going to bother playing Massey's clip. Everyone's already heard the stupid thing uh, where he just goes on and asks him about January 6th and why the disparity in the different kinds of sentences with Ray Epps. It's just, you're never going to get an answer. We all know the answers. There's no reason to ask the question. We all know what it is. It's corruption. That's it. The problem is they're all corrupt on every side. They're all on board with the corruption. That's the problem. <laughs> Uh, whatever. That's all I'm going to say about it today. So thank you to people in Patreon who support my show. I appreciate you guys. I really do. Kick skin in the game. I've taken so many chances. I've told people so much truth in here. I've explained the way the system structurally works in a way that there's simply nobody else has ever done that I can find in either books or audio. And I gladly did it for a long time. And I appreciate the people who supported my effort. And anybody who's listened to my shows understands the system better than 99.999% of the population in this country. And they can never get fooled. You never get fooled once you understand the system. You'll never, ever, ever be fooled by any of their games again. Never happen. So thank you to you guys. And Jones Plantation movies out. You go to jonesplantationfilm.com and buy it. Watch it. Buy some of the merchandise. It's a great film. I play Mr. Jones. I help screenwrite it. When we were there having to rewrite it all the time, and people really enjoy it, and people seem to like the way I played Mr. Jones. I tried to make him a somewhat lovable piece of crap, <laughs> and the movie's entertaining. It's got a great message, and so if people will support that movie by going to jonesplantationfilm.com and buying it, buying gift cards, buying merchandise, then the movie can make money, and if it makes money, we can make more movies that actually have a decent message, so... Thank you to anyone who supports that project. And you can still go over and follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Crime Review. I'm seriously considering going back to private on there and really just kind of trolling because the interaction has been so incredibly reduced in the last, say, five or six months under Yakarino. There's almost no interaction left. It's really ludicrous at this point. And I'm hardly the only account experiencing it, but... Whatever, I was over there for the laughs, and I'm going to see if I go private, maybe I'll get more interaction with the people who are there, because I really don't care about growing my account. So, anyway, there's that. And beyond that, I don't think there's anything else to say, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man.